Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is talk radio to thrive by. And, you know, thriving is a word that we hear here and there and everywhere. But what does it actually mean to align oneself with the word thriving? You know, what does this mean? Can we actually have the sense of that in our minds? And then is it about our minds playing tricks on us, so to speak? Many people that think that they're not thriving in their lives, it's because something else, something on the outside of who we are is happening to them. Well, my conversation today with Dr. Joe Dispenza, I'm so absolutely blown away that we're going to be talking with him about his fabulous, fabulous new book, which is Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind. So most of us got introduced to Dr. Joe in the incredible, phenomenal movie, What the Bleep. But beyond that movie, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza has been lecturing all over the world. He has been helping each of us understand that there is a science, that there is a brain function in chemistry, that there is a way for us to understand how to live the absolutely amazing lives we desire. As a matter of fact, the the statement, probably one of the most well-recognized statement in the movie, What the Belief, Creating Your Day, was created by Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's joining us here today, his new book, Evolve Your Brain, to help us understand the thought and consciousness with the brain, the mind, and the body. Dr. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Well, thank you, Pat. That was a nice introduction. I'll tell you, there's so much more I could say about the work you're doing, but pretty much, you know, the work, your books, they really do talk for themselves, so to speak. Well, you know, I wrote the book with the sole intention of just helping people understand that neuroscience and psychology are telling us so much about our own potential and that, in fact, you know, the idea that our brain is hardwired and we're born with a certain amount of circuits and we're going to turn out like our parents is actually old news, that we can change our brain and change our bodies at any time in our life. And just learning the strategies in which to learn new things and have new experiences and then change our own internal chemistry, our emotional states that we memorize throughout our lives that contribute to our personality gives us the freedom then to begin to make other choices. So, you know, what I love about the work that you're doing is you really break it down, Joe, so that we can understand, you know, what it is that we can do on a day-to-day basis in our lives and why it's important to do it. And so, you know, when I look at the body of work that you've done, but more importantly, you know, this book, Evolve Your Brain, you know, there is sort of almost a next level to Dr. Joe Dispenza. And, you know, I'm kind of looking at this just when I think there's no, there's not anything else Joe can do, here you come with this book. Why is this important right now in our society? Well, I mean, there's, you know, we can talk about mental health, we can talk about physical health, Mm -hmm. but I think everybody's beginning to understand that that this is an information age and that we are at at the precipice of being able to um, get a lot, gather a lot of information about how we can begin to change. And, And the idea of changing is just a phenomenal concept because in order to change, you have to think greater than your environment. You have to think greater than the conditions in your world. 
you actually have to even think greater than how you feel. And you have to, you know, maintain a modified state of being for an extended period of time. And so why is it so difficult to change? And, and why do we keep falling back to the same circumstances and the same relationships and the same conditions? And do we believe that the environment creates our thinking or does our thinking create the environment? Those are kind of fundamental questions that I think about all the time. And putting that information together in the simplest way, I think, gives people permission to do the uncommon and gives them permission to change and gives them permission to forgive and let go and, and then begin to assemble or reinvent a new self is, is completely possible according to neuroscience. Well, and this is what I love, uh, you know, uh, talking with you about because it's a conversation that hits just about everybody that is living in the world that looks at their lives and says, you know what, this is not working for me or it is working for me, but I want something more. And so by that very nature of that, of that thought, Dr. Joe, what is, what is it we set in motion when we're sitting here every day and we assess who we are in our lives? Even if it takes a nanosecond to do it, we're having thoughts about that. Right, and, and what makes us so unique, Pat, as individuals is, and human beings is we have this skill called metacognition. And metacognition um, is unique to human beings because of the size of our frontal lobe. The frontal lobe makes up 40% of our entire brain, and it is, the, it is the executive. And metacognition allows us to observe our own thoughts and observe our own actions. We can actually detach from being ourselves and observe being ourselves, and that skill allows us to modify our behaviors, change our thoughts and actions, unlearn certain states, relearn new states, so that we can do a better job in our life. And I think that if we go beyond spirituality or we go beyond religion or we go beyond all the, all the things that create separateness, I think we all believe that we can secretly do a better job. How we have to unlearn and relearn, I think, is the... Uh, is the key that that uh, be, that people really want to know? You know, Joe. I wanted to ask you as you sat down to write "Evolve Your Brain: The Science of Changing Your Mind." You know, the question that came to me was, uh, you know, is changing our minds the most important thing that we can do? How does that plug in? Is it like, and you know, I'm going to simplify this, so I apologize in advance. Is it like walking into the room, seeing that the room is dark, reaching for the switch and flipping it on? Well, for certain people, that they can do that. And the reason that certain people are able to change their mind that quickly is because they're faced with crisis. Mm. You know, most people wait for crisis or tragedy to happen before they actually get uncomfortable enough to get serious or get committed or get intentional. But, you know, it's the redundancy of our same thoughts and the redundancy of us feeling the same feelings that begin to push the genetic buttons that begin to cause disease. Because if we keep firing the same thoughts that make the same chemicals and we keep signaling the body with the same emotional memories, over time we're going to wear those genes out and we're going to start breaking the body down. So what are the, what are the chemicals that drive us to our lowest denominator? Well, the chemicals of stress like cortisone and adrenaline it's the fuel, then, that drives us to think in negative terms. When we're angry, we're frustrated. When we're frustrated, we're hateful. When we're hateful, we're insincere. When we're insincere, we're judgmental. When you're judgmental, we're competitive. They're all driven by the same chemicals. And neurologically, those patterns are all wired pretty much in a very, very close relationship with each other. So to then change is to really break the habit of being ourselves. It's really 
breaking the patterns of thinking and feeling. And if we can actually head off the, the crisis or the tragedy ahead of time, it saves us the, uh, the extensive pain that, go, that goes along with it. So the greatest habit we have to break is the habit of being ourselves. And psychology and neuroscience tell us that by the time we're 35, that we're pretty much uh, a finite set of personality traits that lead to certain behaviors that we've memorized. Well, those memories have to do with <clears throat> what emotions and feelings we've memorized to define ourselves. So to unlearn an emotional state that drives our thinking and our behaviors and to relearn a new emotional state, first of all, on a quantum physics level, quantum physics says that the environment is an extension of our mind. So if we change our mind, something should change in our life. That's the quantum method. Now, practical method means that if you're no longer feeling unworthy or you're no longer suffering and you've unmemorized that emotional state, you're going to make different choices. And when you make different choices, that's going to lead you to a new reality. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, this is really what you're writing about here. I mean, the book title in in itself, Joe, Evolve Your Brain, you know, is just that word, evolve your brain. I mean, I think for years that many of us didn't think we could evolve anything beyond our past. Isn't this really an invitation for people to step in and learn some of the things that you talk about in the book so that we truly can evolve it? I think so. I think that was my intention. I mean, you know, uh, we have three brain systems in place that allow us to go from thinking to doing to being. Three brains in one. And most people stay wrapped up in their philosophical, intellectual realm without actually going to the doing level. And when, when we learn new things, we, we make new stitches or new connections in our brain. We add to the fabric of three-dimensional structures that are called, you know, neural networks. When we have new experiences, the new experience then enriches the brain even further. Gangs of neurons string into place, and they organize themselves to reflect that experience. So if we're not learning anything new and we're not having any new experiences and we're living from feelings that we've memorized from the past, then we're headed for our genetic destiny. So in the bigger conversation, uh, Joe, you, you know, and, and for those of you just tuning in, I, I want to tell you I'm absolutely jazzed to have Dr. Joe Dispenza joining us here today, you know, best-selling author. We know him from what the belief, and his work continues, continues, and continues so that each of, an, each of us can understand how we can evolve our brains and evolve who we are, both body, mind, well, actually, body, mind, and spirit. And I want to ask you about that, Joe. You know, when we're looking at Evolve Your Brain, you know, what is the body, mind, spirit connection around this hardwiring? Mm. Well, if you think about it really simply, if neuroscience tells us that we can change the brain just by learning the things and that we can uh, increase the way uh, more coherence in the mind, well, the brain is just the organ where there's the greatest number of neurons wired together. Where there's the greatest number of neurons wired together, there's the greatest ability to learn and remember and to begin to change our actions. The mind, though, according to neuroscience, is the brain in action or the brain at work. So if we're able to change the mind and make the mind work differently, who's changing the brain and the mind? It can't be the brain because that's just an organ, and it can't be the mind because the mind is the product of the brain. So in order to truly change who we are, we have to talk about that immaterial aspect of ourselves, spirit or consciousness, that uses the brain and body, that produces different levels of mind. So now mind is no longer the side effect of biological processes in the brain, 
but our consciousness is no longer the side effect of biological processes in the brain, but consciousness is what is actually controlling the brain. And that, that ability to be able to change the mind and change the way it works means that we, we have to call on something in material to be able to explain that. And that's when we get truly conscious and truly aware. That's when we finally start, start to get spiritual, I think. Well, you know, this is part of the conversation we're having here today with Dr. Joe Dispenza, the book, is Evolve, and I love this. You know, when we're talking to, to Joe, we're talking about something that I think for many of us didn't think was possible, and that is looking at ourselves and saying, yes, we can evolve our brains. His book is Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind. We're going to be talking with Dr. Joe when we return from break about how all of this piles up, comes together, and how we can make this easy enough for us to change. You ever say the word change and watch the hot flash of the person sitting across from you? That's how tough the word in itself is. Well, Dr. Joe breaks it down in this incredible new book that's going to help all of us understand that it doesn't have to be that hard. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and my very special guest, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Find out how you can turn any obstacle to boost your life to the next level. Discover how you can overcome your fear with faith and courage to create amazing results. These strategies are taught by Julie Thong, a Cambodian genocide survivor. Julie is an inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and author of Kantaya, My Courageous Quest for Love and Freedom, and The Power of Fear. Face everything and rejoice. Call 888-842-2008 or visit juliethong.com. Are you one of the millions of overweight people who haven't succeeded on low-fat or low-calorie diets? They're too hard, aren't they? To be successful, you have to change your mind about dieting. Get the sugar out, put fat back in, eat yourself thin. I'm Karen Bentley. My sugar-free miracle diet makes weight loss easy, inevitable, sustainable. Go to sugarfreemiracle.com. That's sugarfreemiracle.com. This is the solution you've been looking for. Want to change your life in as little as 60 days guaranteed? And do you want to save money while doing it? Join the thousands of people who have already experienced the Phenomenal Memory online course that will change your life. Guaranteed. Having a phenomenal memory is not a gift. It is a skill. A skill that you can master in as little as 60 days. Just imagine how your life would change if you suddenly had the ability to memorize entire books. Listeners of the Dr. Pat Show save $75 on the e-course. So visit pmemory.net and download The Secrets of a Phenomenal Memory ebook and find out more about this special offer. That's pmemory.net, and that's a P as in phenomenal. pmemory.net. Stay informed. Sign up for the Dr. Pat Show weekly newsletter to find out about giveaways, extraordinary interviews, workshops, special events, and more. Go to thedrpatshow.com to sign up for the newsletter now. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, Call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is 
talk radio to thrive by. You know, I love what I do. I didn't think I'd ever be able to say that. And I absolutely love it. People ask me, why do you love what you're doing? Aren't you, like, out of your mind with, like, 14 hours of live radio? And I say, not really. I mean, if you were to talk to me about my former life and my former career, all you would have needed to do is look at me to tell me I was out of my mind. And so today with Dr. Joe Dispenza, the reason that I love what I do is I get to talk with people like, like Dr. Joe. And I get to talk with him not just about his life and what he's done, but talk with him about how he is today contributing to the greater good of all of us. His new book, Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind, you know, connects the subjects of thought and consciousness with the brain, the mind, and the body. And I'm telling you, if you don't think this is important, check the latest health news on the level of stress and disease right now in this country. Dr. Joe, thank you so much for joining the show today. I was talking about change and just the very nature of the word. You know, it puts people in a state of fear. Why is this? Why is change the word and the thing itself so difficult? Well, I think that for the most part, we all know that we talk ourselves out of greatness every single day. That, <laughs> that we start off with really good intentions. We say, I'm going to be healthy or I'm going to be happy or I'm going to be in love. And then, you know, two hours later, the next thing you know, you're sitting on the couch with the remote control and you're eating, you know, ice cream. How did you get there? And the concept of change really means that uh, the process of memorizing something about ourselves has to be unmemorized. And because we have, you know, emotional contracts with everybody in our life, emotional agreements, when we begin to change, if the person that you complain with every single day you're no longer going to complain with, um, that's going to break a contract. Or if you decide to be happy and you and everybody else in your life is suffering, how are you going to keep those same people in place? So change confronts the very concept of survival within us. And when we live in survival, we live in stress. And when we live in stress, the chemicals of stress make us pay attention to the known and the familiar and run away from or be afraid of the unknown or the unfamiliar. So when we live in a state of stress, the very concept or state of survival, the very concept of change being an adventure can't even be processed by the brain because the chemistry from our body is, is causing us to think in different ways. The state of creation, on the other hand, living in a state of creation means that then we are thinking about new possibilities and we're thinking about new options and we're, we're craving the adventure. And when we live in that state of mind, now we have a whole new set of uh, uh, chemicals being created and, and, of course, then the person's able to see the next horizon without forecasting it based on their past. So, Joe, I mean, this is hopeful for everyone that's listening to the show today. I mean, I was looking, you know, I was looking at the book and we were, you know, I was thinking about, you know, some of these things that are going on. You have a chapter in here that, you know, you talk about, you talk about our three brains and more. I don't think most of us, you know, fully understands what we have going on in our brains and how vulnerable and yet how powerful. Is it true? That uh, that we are truly only using a small potential of you know of 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 what's available you know in our brains to actually 
uh, you know, live the lives we desire. I remember hearing something like 10%. Is that true, or was that sort of an oversimplification? Yeah, that's really actually not true, and it's really an oversimplification because that, that um, concept came about because we have uh, gray matter in our brain. Those are, you know, neurons that facilitate thought and, and uh, behaviors. Uh, and we have another part of our brain called uh, that are it's made of white matter and what's called glial cells or, or um, white matter cells. And there's about nine to nine times as uh, a many as many uh, white uh, white cells in the brain as there are gray matter as there is gray matter. So the concept being the gray matter is where thought is. The other uh, nine uh, nine uh, tenths of that percent is pretty much support of cells, so the idea came about that we're using uh, 10% of our brain. But, however, on functional brain scans, we never see the brain totally lit up all at once. And so, functionally, we probably use about 10% of our brain. But by the same means, there's also areas of our brain, you know, if someone has a tumor and they they begin to remove the tumor and they're taking out uh, a certain amount of gray matter, sometimes the people their cognition or their abilities are never affected. But the truth is is that there's plenty of potential. If you have 100 billion neurons wired together and mind is the brain in action or the brain at work, mind is what the brain does, if we can make our brain work in different sequences and different patterns and different combinations, the alteration of how 100 billion neurons are wired together can produce many, many, many different levels of mind. Being able to develop that skill uh, is the art, because in the brain, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Is that what you refer to as neuroplasticity? Well, plasticity is our ability to learn new things, to have new experiences, to change our behaviors so that we can do a better job in life. The brain is neuroplastic enough that we can continue learning and continue changing and continuously have new experiences throughout our entire life, and our brain actually changes as a result of it. So, Joe, when we, we sit down and we read all these books, we go to the movie, we watch What the Bleep, you know, we're looking at uh, putting up our vision boards and doing all of that, and I know that's important because ever since I heard you talk about it, you know, it has been something that I do on a moment-to-moment basis to reshape my day. How does, how can we, and how do you in the book help us understand the relationship between thought and manifestation? Well, in the epilogue of the book, I I go into the quantum understanding. But if you think about it, we have two elements of our creative ability. One is intention, that is getting clear on what you want, and the brain is organized for us to be able to get very clear on what we want. Um, That's the first skill. The second skill has to do with um, the surrender Surrender means that you accept the outcome even though you can't experience it with your senses. Mm. You already accept that the outcome exists as a quantum potential. And that surrender then means that we can't pray with intention and feel guilty because now we have mind and body working in opposition or we have thought in one direction and we have feeling and emotion in another. Never, ever have your prayers answered that way. And the person who thinks positively because they're setting an intention to be positive, but they're actually feeling in their body negatively, their, their outcomes will never be matching their intention. But in fact, if we can have a thought and get clear on our intention and by the same means 
elevate our state of mind and body so that we experience the joy and the freedom of what it would be like when that event happened. Now we're conditioning the mind uh, to change the physiology of the body. And the brain, according to neuroscience, uh, it's absolutely possible to have the brain, the mind, and the body ahead of the actual experience. And so our thoughts and our feelings, the thought being the electrical charge we create in the quantum field, and the feeling being the magnetic component of the quantum field, that thought and feeling creates an electromagnetic field that affects every single area of our life. And that's really what we want to tap into because, you know, there, I, I think if every one of us understands, you know, how we have experienced some sort of emotion, whether it's the loss of someone we love or whether it's the joy of winning the $12 million lottery, you know, we all get kicked up in some way, form, or fashion. And so even though we know and we understand what emotions are and how they show up in our lives, it's been really difficult, I think, as the society and as the species to put the package to, you know, put the connection together in one package. That's actually what you're doing in the, in, in the book, is it not? Well, I, I, it was, you know, it was, my, it was an attempt at having people understand that uh, how we get stuck in those emotional patterns. You know, mm-hmm. Buddhists and, and several traditions throughout history have been talking about attachment and emotional uh, dependency and, and uh, emotional memorizations and addictions. And in fact, if we can't think greater than how we feel, if we can't think, if our feelings becomes a means of thinking and, and our suffering or our unworthiness or our guilt is driving our thoughts and behaviors, then we can see then that that person truly isn't evolving anymore. They're living with the, with the filters on and perceiving life everything in their life based on how they're emotionally feeling. To be able to change that, to be able to pull ourselves out of that state, uh, in one sense is very spiritual, and in another sense, you know, it's very practical. So, I, you know, the, the book was written for the person to begin to say, if you, if you don't even believe in the quantum world and that our thoughts control your destiny, if you begin to think and act differently, and you begin to unmemorize certain emotional states, and you free yourself from the bondage of, uh, of, of, you know, your own, of your own doing, then you'll wind up in a different life, and that's quantum physics, too. Well, you know, this is part of the conversation around instant gratification and beyond. Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, my very special guest today. Joe, let's take a minute and let people know how they can find out more about your book, your website, uh, you know, before we go off to break. Sure. Um, the book is called Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind. My website is drjoedispenza.com. Um, I'll be doing some uh, workshop, workshops in California, actually one in California uh, this, at the end of June, June 27th through 29th at the Joshua Tree um, in New York on uh, July 11th and 13th. I'm in Austin, Texas on August 22nd and 24th. And, um, yeah, I'm working on a second book right now called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which is the how-to. 
Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you, we got to get you back for that. As a matter of fact, people are probably listening to this show thinking about how we can do that right now. So if you're thinking that thinking isn't enough or thinking is enough to change our mind, we're going to talk about that when we come back from break. But, you know, for me, the question is, do I personally have to wait 250,000 years to change this thing that's up here on my shoulders? When Dr. Joe returns, we'll talk about evolution. We'll talk about what you can do and how this book and his work is helping us do it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with The Dr. Pat Show. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are the magic and mysteries of Egypt calling you? Picture yourself meditating inside the Great Pyramid, relaxing on a Nile cruise and exploring the sacred temples, or travel that transforms and rejuvenates you, Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for a spiritual and healing journey to Egypt in October. Call for information at 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. That's EgyptIsCalling.com. The year 2012 and the great shift of the ages. The biggest story ever and the clock's ticking. Tired of all the doomsday predictions? Jack Alice has written a blockbuster novel, Infinity's Flower, showing us a vision of the new world and the vital role we play in creating it. Find out how at www.infinitysflower.com. That's infinitysflower.com. Do you want a better relationship to achieve outstanding business and career goals or to improve your health and fitness? You have the answers. All the power you need is within you. Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings of the conscious and unconscious mind with a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. Contact the Empowerment Partnership and unlock your hidden potential. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. People want three things when they build and plan for retirement. The most amount of money for the longest amount of time with the least amount of risk. Now, I'm sure you currently have a 401k or an IRA of some kind. However, there are five things that can wipe out your current retirement plan, like disability, market loss, taxes, litigation, and premature debt. Call today to find out how our retirement plan is protected from these five financial storms. And remember, retirement planning should come with a peace of mind, not uncertainty. So call 888-252-3083 or visit debt-free mca.com are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain i'm lou paradise i had the same problems you have cured my pain eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing topperson pain relief and healing cream topperson relieves pain without side effects it doesn't burn it doesn't smell and it doesn't stain but don't just take my word for it doctors pharmacists and pain specialists are using and recommending topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you we know you hurt we want to help we are so sure that topperson will work for you we offer a money-back guarantee so if you want 
want pain relief without side effects, just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer, Natural Food, and other fine stores. Go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007. Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Yet, I just said to you, I'm not willing to wait 250,000 years. I think, you know, for all of us, we're at a place where, whether you call it finding our purpose, whether you call it finding our calling, there's something going on at a global level. Some people call it a rise in consciousness. Some people call it just a darn old, I'm tired of being the way I'm being. And so I am here with Dr. Joe Dispenza joining us here today. The book, his new book, I can't wait for now the book after the book, Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind. And, you know, Dr. Joe, thank you so much for joining us here again. This is such an important conversation. Oh, we're having fun. We are definitely having fun. I mean, you know, here I said that two things before the break. One is, you know, this whole idea of thinking, you know, is thinking enough? And I think we touched on that a little bit. But the idea of evolution, whenever we hear the word evolution, it's as if, oh, my gosh, I'm going to, you know, read the book, but nothing's going to happen because I'll probably be dead before my brain really evolves. Aren't you sort of dispelling that myth? Well, we can change our brain just by thinking, and we could actually change our body just by thinking. There's been enough research to prove that when we begin to think differently and we separate ourselves from the environment, in other words, we no longer allow the environment to control our thinking, we actually start to think independent of the environment. When we begin to ask some important questions like, what do I have to change about myself, Uh, you know, what is a better expression or a better ideal of myself? What are, how, would a, how would a happy person think and act? What feelings have I memorized that are no longer serving me? Who do I need to forgive? As we begin to ask those type of questions, those speculative questions, we're no longer living in the old programs that we've mastered. In fact, we're, if we can answer those questions, we're making the brain work in new sequences and new patterns and new combinations. We're making a new mind. And if we're able to sustain that, level of mind for a little bit of time, just repeat it a few times, and be able to do that every day, we can reorganize the brain uh, to reflect the changes in our mind. So thinking then becomes the platform of who we're going to become. But it's not enough to just think it. Now we have to demonstrate it. We have to apply this new ideal. We have to demonstrate it. We have to have uh, an, an, an experience that then teaches the body what the mind has intellectually understood. We have to get the body involved. And when we do, and we have a new experience, that new experience produces a new feeling or a new emotion different than the one that we've, that we've memorized. But then it's not enough to just decide that you're going to be compassionate with your mother-in-law and be compassionate once and then expect to be canonized as a saint. You have to be able to repeat the experience. You've got to be able to demonstrate it. You've got to make it look natural and easy. 
and you've got to be able to do it consistently, independent of the external world. And when we do that, <clears throat> we activate the third brain, which is the being brain, which is the cerebellum, which then is the memorization of the mind and body working together. So, yeah, we can change our brain just by thinking. We can change our brain just by, uh, by having new experiences. But we want to become automatic at it. We want to make it look natural and easy. For the same, neur- the, the same neurological systems are in place to master suffering as it is to master um, joy. It's just that we've just chosen to remember certain ones, and we, th- we thought that that was all there was to it, and that's the end. Well, you know, there we go. It's like, you know, it's not the end. In some in some cases, Joe, this is like the beginning, actually. This is what I love about the work you do. This is really what I love about it. It's like you always give us something new that we can look at and do and implement, like not tomorrow, not 100 years from now, but right now. How did you get, how did Joe Dispenza get so in tune with the importance of change and the the goal that there's no time like the present? Well, I've had a lot of... Um great experiences in my life. <clears throat> I've had a lot of great instruction. I've also had a lot of difficult times where I actually had to ask bigger questions. Uh-huh. And I think we all have had those moments. Uh, but, you know, I just, I, my mind, I'm always very inquisitive about poten- human potential. And, and I think if anybody can do anything once, then anybody else could do it. I think we just have to reproduce that same level of mind to do it again. And so, my interest is in that, and, and uh, I'm, I'm always interested in learning. I always say, if I'm not learning something new or if I'm not changing, I'm so bored with myself because I'm just left with, you know, that old familiar guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe me, I know. I know exactly who that old person is. I mean, we talked a little bit about emotions, but, you know, part of this in something that you just said is so key. You know, people have asked me, why are you doing what you're doing or how did you get on it? Well, you know, I actually had to be brought to my knees emotionally by an event that happened in life. Do you believe that, you know, it takes for some of us some kind of emotional trauma to have us have what they call an awakening, or can we get better take better control of our emotions or our addictions to make life turn out the way we want? <laughs> well, historically speaking, <laughs> tragedy works really well. Oh, my goodness. Tell me about it, brother. Because when you have a crisis, you can't go on with business as usual. You no. can't go on having a gap between how you appear and who you really are. You can't do that any longer. The energy that you've used to maintain a facade or, or a projection or an image of yourself so that you can present yourself to the world as a certain way, you can't do that any longer. And when that collapse happens, all of the energy that we've used, literally energy that we've used to maintain that, um, that false identity, is now free energy to use to organize our life again. So most people, when they make decisions, they say, you know, they go, oh, you know, I think I'm going to change tomorrow, which means they're intellectually saying it, but their body's not getting any new signal. But when we get, like, serious and we say, that's it, I have had it, I'm going to change, the body, the cells of the body go, uh-oh, somebody's serious up there, it's time to pay attention. So tragedy allows us to do that. That's why passionate people or people who are creative or people who live in inspiration to live in inspiration is is to actually move energy in our bodies so that we can begin to uh, see an outcome without having um, circumstances and, mm-hmm. and, and limitations distract us. 
You know, Joe, where does doubt come into play when we're talking about evolving our brain? And you know what I mean, doubt. You know, doubt is that thing that'll creep in every once in a while. I kind of call it crust, but it'll creep in every once in a while, especially when we're having, you know, the greatest celebration, you know, that party in our own minds for how wonderful life is. Yeah, I think, I, I really believe that for most of us, um, we, we reach a point in our life where we have enough experiences that never get completely resolved. We never follow them to the end. That when we have something wonderful happen or something beginning to unfold, we, we start thinking of, based on our own unworthiness why we don't deserve it. And I think that is conditioning from either religion or culture or family uh, that says that <coughs> you can't get too happy. You know, if you do, you're going to be very suspicious in your life. So keep it down. And so when you start to experience your own freedom and your own sense of self, we always evaluate the environment to see how it's going to be accepted. And by the same means, if we're, if we're looking or secretly believing in an outcome, whether it's intention or prayer or whatever, um, because of our inability to sustain our attention and our focus, we move off it and we go to something more convenient that's familiar, like it's easier to be unworthy than to be worthy because that's the memorized state of mind and body. So that process of change is a difficult process because most people start off, you know, with really great intentions and, and then it only takes one stray thought or one stimulus from the environment and the next thing you know they're back to their old self because those those programs, the 90% of who we are, those automatic programs, they become the, the unseen hand that drives us to our lowest denominator. So you can't get too happy, and it's much easier when you're starting to experience your own sense of self, like, oh, my God, am I going to be able to do this again? Or uh, who am I going to upset when I do this, and uh, do I really deserve it? You know, those are all things that come up instead of embracing it. And I think that's conditioning. Yeah. And, you know, there's an expression, Joe, that I wanted to ask you about, and I think you addressed this in the book under mental uh, mental rehearsal. And there's an expression. The expression is something that I kind of grew up with, and I don't know how it was introduced to me, but it was this idea of faking it to the, till you make it. You know, pulling in, you know, the thought that you truly want about your life, and even if you're not there 100%, to just hold that thought anyway. Now, does that work in, in alignment with what you're talking about, or should you actually wait till you're emotionally aligned before you're kicking up the thought of winning that $10, $12 million lottery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to go for the big attack. Well, it's really simple. Yeah. Um, you know, in the, in the chapter I talk about mental rehearsal, mental rehearsal is actually planning our thoughts, remembering who we want to be, remembering how we're gonna, what we're going to demonstrate, and the process of remembering, the process of becoming familiar with a new idea, literally and figuratively changes the architecture of the brain. So if a person then sat down in the morning and said, what is the greatest expression of myself that I can be today? What am I not going to think? What am I not going to feel? What am I, how am I not going to behave? And they reviewed that and remembered that. In fact, they would be changing their brain because they would be unlearning and inhibiting certain patterns. By the same means, if they answer the question, what is a great ideal of myself, the greatest ideal of myself that I can express? As they answered that question, they would begin to make their brain work in new ways. They would be making a new mind. If they're able to sit there and say, I won't get up 
from the seat until I'm that person, which means now my body begins to feel exactly the way I'm thinking. Now when we do that, we're reconditioning the body to a new mind. Now, when that person gets up, they don't have to fake it till they make it because they're already feeling as if they're that person. Their body's beginning to respond chemically. Their mind and brain have changed neurologically, so now they have mind and body working together. Now, the question is, how long can they sustain that modified state where the environment doesn't cause them to fall back in predictable ways? That's the art. That is the art. That's the the dance. That's the dance. That's the dance. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I'm sitting here. I know the summer's coming. i got to take off that 10, 20 pounds or whatever that is. But, boy, does that Haagen-Dazs ice cream look pretty good right about now. Yeah, and again, you know, uh, that's not a frontal lobe action. Immediate gratification, as we mentioned earlier, that's not a frontal lobe action. The frontal lobe is the most evolved part of our brain. Uh If we're looking for immediate gratification, what we're really saying is, is that my body has become my mind, and I've conditioned my body to be dependent on this. To change is to pull the mind out of the body and put it back in the brain. To change, then, is to begin to separate ourselves from the environment, to begin to retreat from this, the same um, scenarios and same circumstances and begin to think in different ways and then plan how we're going to demonstrate it, then actually have our intentions and our behavior aligned or our thoughts and actions working together. And when we do that, we love ourselves more in the end. I love it. What a great way to end this show. Dr. Joe Dispenza joining us here today. Joe, I know you're traveling around the country, and we're certainly going to let people know about where you are and what you're doing, but let's give out your website one more time. And the book is available just about everywhere, so definitely check it out on Amazon. Yeah, the book is uh, Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind. All right, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and, you know, your website is drdrjoedispenza.com. And if you don't want to, you know, worry about all of that, you could see that we have a link right on our homepage to Dr. Joe's website and the book. We're featuring it this month, as a matter of fact. So everyone out there, thank you, Dr. Joe, for joining us here today. I cannot wait for the next book. I love this book, and it is about a change and doing it now. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Pat. It was a pleasure. All right, everyone, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. I'm going to share a little bit more about the book with you uh, and some very specific suggestions, recommendations, and wonderful things Dr. Joe is put out in this book for us to do right now. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you the owner or manager of a struggling small business? Do you feel alone in your battles? The Small Biz Sherpa can help. Do you want to increase sales or decrease costs? Do you wish your employees were more motivated or cared as much as you do about the bottom line? Call the Small Biz Sherpa. Learn how you can change your company's fortunes by involving and engaging your staff. Create bonus and incentive programs that pay your people more while improving your bottom line. The Small Biz Sherpa has done it himself, and now he'll show you how to do it too. Visit smallbizsherpa.com or call 206-505-9752. That's smallbizsherpa.com. Small, B-I-Z, Sherpa.com. 
Be sure and sign up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter so you can find out about the latest guests, events, promotions, and giveaways. Visit thedrpatshow.com and register now. Is one of your loved ones in crisis, or would you like to empower your family to prevent a crisis from occurring? Crisis Intervention Coaching has a goal to empower every family to overcome any challenge with education, strategy development, and ongoing support. Take the first step to create workable solutions and empower your family today. Visit CrisisInterventionCoaching.com or call the 24-hour hotline at 888-592-8400. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. You know... I love having the conversations that I get to have. And Joe Dispenza, Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind. You know, the message is powerful beyond belief, beyond anything that we can, can actually beyond anything we can imagine for ourselves. What I want to say is this. There are many things we can look at in our lives. And what, what I discovered from Joe and others like him is that we are on the verge of something very, very, very powerful. And that is tapping into the power of our minds. You've heard me share before that one of the earliest people that I've gotten to connect with has talked about this idea of the maximum mind, and that is Herbert Benson. And so I want to challenge each of us this day to think about what it means to evolve our brains. What does it mean to look at the science of changing our minds? And so the reason that I'm talking about this is because many people have said, oh, I bought the movie The Secret. It didn't work. You know, I bought this book. It didn't work. And I want to say this to everyone. The principles in that those books, in those movies, have been on the planet for a really long time. And, you know, I know this because I'm the creator of crust busting. And crust busting came to me because I was sitting in my own muck, stuck in my own thoughts, stuck in my own stuckness, as a matter of fact. And what I want to say to everyone today is that you don't have to be stuck. And I sit here and I'm listening to Joe and I'm thinking to myself, what is it that he has said today that can change our lives? You know what the answer is? Everything, everything he talked about today can change our lives. Here's the challenge. We are launching Dr. Pat's Holistic Makeover. And I want to tell everyone out there, go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com, and you'll see that we're putting up the Holistic Makeover. It will be up next week. This is an invitation. We're going to be selecting three people from across the country to participate. There's information there. And one of the things we're going to be addressing is the power of the mind, how each and every one of us can get rid of the stuff that doesn't serve us. And I want to tell you right out of the gate that for me, I deal with this every day. I deal with the idea that, you know, perhaps we're, we think too big. 
you know, perhaps this isn't the thing we should do. You know, perhaps we're not doing a good enough job. But honestly, let me tell you this. That's not the voice of truth. That's the voice of our crust. That's what I call my friend crusty. Anybody out there got some crustiness going on, we're going to help you with it. So when we launch Dr. Pat's Holistic Makeover, it's more than just picking three people. We're going to be asking people to pay it forward. We're going to show and coach people on what it means to take everything we're going to be giving people, what we've learned, and paying it forward. As a matter of fact, we've already started this. Tom Leota from We Excel has put together a program worth over $5,000 worth of gifts and prizes in financial world, including how to reduce your mortgage interest by phenomenal amounts. Uh, our friends at P Memory have put together a special offer for those of you that are worrying that your mind is not as sharp as it's been. So we're here to say that when we look at what Dr. Joe talks about, Evolve Your Brain, the science of changing your mind. We here at the Dr. Pat Show have been committed to this from day one. I'm so excited to be in the presence of so many people that believe in what we believe. And we have a commitment to every one of you out there, especially now in our two new time spot, to make sure that we're bringing it to you. We're bringing to you the people that can help you. We're partnering with the 100-Day Challenge people. We are here as part of... You know, the Dr. Pat's Green Challenge as well. Because part of this is to tap you on the shoulder, tap ourselves on the shoulder, and say, we can do it. You know, we thought about what our theme would be for 2008. And we sat down and we said, what what are we going to do? What can we do in 2008 that we haven't done before? And here's what we came up with. We came up with Get Out of the Gate in 2008. And as a matter of fact, I would like to offer... Three of you listening to this call today, part of, of, of what our listeners have created. It is a, a fabulous magnet that says get out of the gate in 2008. And it was created by Michelle Whittington, who has been one of our listeners since, loyal listeners since four years ago. And when she heard the theme, she stepped into action. She designed mugs, she designed pens, and she designed magnets. And so, for those of you that are listening to the show today and have heard my conversation with Joe, I would love to give three of you one of these magnets. And this is all you'll need to do is send me an email at info, I-N-F-O, at thedrpatshow.com. Info, I-N-F-O, at thedrpatshow.com. And tell me what inspires you. And I'm going to be gifting the first three callers with one of these incredible magnets. And I want to thank you again for joining us here on the Dr. Pat Show because you are the reason that I show up every day. I love hearing from you. I love what you've done, how you followed us, how you've supported us. And let's do this together. We can change our minds and change our lives. I heard that a long time ago, and I'm grateful I did. And so today, I want you to know that the light, that, that, that all of us, each and every one of us, life cannot withhold itself from you. Life cannot withhold itself from you. All that life is and has is fully given to you to enjoy. The life of good is perfect and eternal. Let's turn on the switch. Let's stop the chatter 
and let's make it happen. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. We'll see you next week. Have a great, great week. And remember, change your mind, change your life. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile.